Welcome to the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday podcast from Life Dean. Reflections on the upcoming Catholic Mass readings so you can make the most of your Sunday. Here's your host, the Bible geek, Mark Hart. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday podcast. This week, we're taking a look at the fifth Sunday of Lent. I'm your host, Mark Hart. Let's get to it. Is this thing dangerous? That's what the the, TPA, the TSA guy said to me. The TSA guy in the airport x-rayed my bag. I, the bag I fly with pretty much two, three times a month. I always have the same things in the bag. No surprises. Never gets flagged. Never gets pulled. But this particular morning, when I was late for a flight, of course, the TSA agent said, is this thing dangerous? He's pointing at my suitcase. And I said, no. He said, there's nothing dangerous in this bag. I said, no. And I couldn't figure out what had set the thing off. And all of a sudden, as he's looking at the x-ray and he's going through my bag, he pulls out my Bible. That's what set off the x-ray machine, my big leather Bible. And he says, is this thing dangerous? And I, and I, and I, I said, well, I guess it depends on who's reading it and what they're doing with it. And I was kind of trying to make a joke. He didn't think it was funny. But honestly, if you think about it, I've been thinking about this a lot since then. The Bible, it really is dangerous. The Bible can really wreck your life. And the Bible can really save your life if you're reading it. You know what's fascinating is that we hear Scripture not only in the first reading the psalm, the second reading the gospel. We hear Scripture used throughout the entire Mass. We hear Scripture constantly, actually, when we're in the house of God. But how often do you really pause and say, do I believe this is the Word of God or not? You see, because it's either the Word of God or it's words about God. There's really no third option. Either this is God's inspired word that he inspired through the prophets, that he himself, the words he gave us when he became the incarnate son, either this is God's word or it's not. It's just words written about God. You see, if it's the word of God, well, then we have a decision to make. We either have to live by it or not live by it because otherwise we're going to die by it. If it's just words about God, well, then I can take it or leave it. I can read it here and there, but it's really no different than any kind of, you know, spiritual fiction. Now, you see, this is the word of God. And it's really important that we take him at his word, no pun intended, because as you hear this thing from Ezekiel, this first reading from Ezekiel, you're going to hear him say, oh, my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. Do you believe that? Do you believe in the resurrection of the dead? Do you believe that God is going to open the grave and you're going to rise? Do you believe what he's saying? Because the last thing he's going to say in this reading, listen carefully, thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised and I will do it, says the Lord. I'll put my spirit in you that you may live, and you shall know that I'm the Lord. I've promised, and I will do it, says the Lord. Do you believe that God is a Father who keeps his promises? Do you believe that you can take God at his word? Because if you don't believe that, then why are, we, why are we reading Scripture? If you don't believe that, then why are you going to Mass? If you don't believe that, why are you giving anything up for Lent? If we don't believe that God is trustworthy, then what are we doing here? That really is where we have to start. And if you say, I'm not sure I believe that God's trustworthy, that's where you start with your prayer. God, help me to trust you. God, help me to believe you. Help me to believe in your promises. Why do we need to believe in the Lord? Because he's full of mercy. Oftentimes, that's what we're going to read about in the psalm and sing about in the psalm. So many times we don't trust God because we're afraid he's going to turn his back on us. Or we don't trust God because we know what sinners we are. We think he's, he's, going to, he's just going to spit us out, chew us up and spit us out and not be merciful. Yet we're singing about his great mercy. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice. We're begging for God to hear us. And you know what God just told us in the first reading? I'll hear you. I got you. I promise you. I'll do it. Listen, this is not complicated. 
We make it complicated. This is why reading Scripture is so important, because to be able to hold the Holy Word of God in your hands, see His words in black and white, His promise in black and white, it helps us to believe it. It helps us to come to believe what He's telling us. But you know what? We're like the people in the second reading that St. Paul's talking to the Romans, and he's trying to say, listen, okay? Sin is what prevents you from seeing. Sin is what prevents you from trusting. So you know what? Deal with your sin. Look, you're not in the flesh. Okay, you're supposed to be in the Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells in you. You're dead because of sin, but the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. He's saying, look, don't live just just thinking like just thinking in human ways. Don't live in your sin. Okay, live in His grace. This is what you got to do. Your sin is preventing you from seeing, from trusting, from living the right way. So live in the Spirit. Living in the Spirit means you're going to be being led by the Spirit. You're going to be cleansed by the Spirit, one with the Spirit, forgiven by the Spirit. You're going to be living in the Spirit means you're living in, in, in step with God. That's what he's calling us to. And why should we believe this? Because Jesus is mercy, and Jesus is compassion. This is the Jesus we're going to see in the gospel. Jesus' friend has died, okay? His friend Lazarus is dead. Dead man walking. Literally, after four days, Jesus raises him from the dead. Why does he raise him from the dead? Because he wants us to live this was not, I mean, yes, Lazarus is going to die again. It's not like Lazarus didn't die again, okay? So Jesus rose, raised him from the dead, yes, to fulfill the prophecy from Ezekiel we hear in the first reading. Yes, because he can. Yes, because he's trying to show Martha and Mary and Lazarus and everybody else there that he is about the resurrection. This is a foreshadowing for all of us. But it was more than that. It says Jesus wept. He was moved with compassion, moved with pity. This is his friend, okay? Jesus is trying to teach us all a lesson. Listen, I am a God of my word. I'm the God man of my word. You can take me at my word. I said I am the resurrection and the life. If he's the resurrection and the life, then why would you want to toil in death? Why would you want to mess around with sin? Why would I want to mess around with sin? He's like, I didn't come that you'd sin and die. I came that you'd rise and live. I rose to my sisters. If we haven't dealt with our sin yet this Lenten season, it's time to deal with it. If we haven't let God go to work on us, what are we waiting for? Why would we want to twist in the wind and just die? When God is saying, no, you don't have to die. You can live with me forever, but you have to deal with your sin. You have to let me deal with your sin. Is the word of God dangerous? You bet it is. Because if you take him at his word, everything changes. For more Catholic content, check out lifeteam.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And remember to subscribe to this podcast for weekly reflections. God bless. God bless.